This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. And today we have we have a full house today. We've got full house. Uh, we have a full house. We've got Bryn. We've got Aldino. You know, we've got Zinidra. And uh, today we're joined by Mr. Happy. What's going on, dude? Nothing. My cat decided he really needed my attention about five minutes ago. So Aloha likes to do that. They're like, oh, oh, camera, great. Let me <laughs> let me just get in here and. Uh, well, I'm take care of my pet Rothgar. Welcome back to the state. <laughs> <laughs> Aloha might might be on the prowl for more uh, coaster wrappers. I think that yeah. would be. <laughs> Got any more wrappers? He's gonna steal it. No, the wrappers are gone, but he wants the coasters. Give me this. There wow. <laughs> more cats in Final Fantasy fourteen with Happy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so today uh, we're gonna talk about day two of uh, Fan Fest. Uh, just kind of breeze over some of the announcements. There wasn't a whole lot. Um, but um, we've got some fun bits from the Q&A with uh, Bonnery Oda. Um, we've got some announcements from the end of the live letter. Um, and then we're going to talk to Haps about uh, his interview with Naoki Yoshida and uh, the, some other thoughts from his trip to Japan. We also got some emails and tweets we're going to go over, too. So lots of stuff to go over. Um, so the big ones first that everybody knows already. I mean, we I think we talked about this last week or the week before, or maybe the week before. I forget when they announced it. We've probably covered it. Uh, data Center expansion is coming up. Uh, for EU, that's going to be April second. So you're We've probably about that for listening years. to this that show right this now week. as it's happening. That is this yeah. Week. yeah. Um, cool. And then NA is April 23rd, and then obviously on 23rd as well uh, is when we're going to get World Visit. So yes, so excited. Get your treasure maps ready. Maps, 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 yeah. maps, maps, maps. Maybe some more mm-hmm. maps. Yeah. I don't need any more guild, but I want to do maps. <laughs> maps are fun. Maps are great. They're like it's one of the best co- pieces of content I think. That I like that just I can always enjoy it. It just seems like because you never know what's gonna so happen. So many people running maps like on oh, yeah. server. It's gonna be crazy. Oh yeah. We're gonna crash the world visit system and that's oh. how we're testing it. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like that's true. <laughs> and, you know, that, that's probably that's mind. probably an important little bullet point here. Like the reason they're implementing this before the expansion is to make sure this is like a test, essentially. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, it's going live, but also like hopefully it doesn't break anything. So you wanna go to the first? Hmm. Something does happen, yeah. <laughs> The first is actually its own server. Everybody goes to the same. <laughs> oh, don, don, don. Oh, don't, 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 We've got the date for the Final Fantasy 15 collaboration, a Nocturne mm-hmm. for Heroes. Get it? Nocturne? Get, get it? No, guys? don't get it. Why don't you explain it to me? Uh, this is a limited event. <laughs> um, it'll start on April 16th. I until that. May 27th. Yeah, um, you should have said not to be too worried because the items from this event aren't going to be too hard to get, so don't worry about it being limited. Uh, and again, if you guys haven't been paying attention, uh, this comes with the four-person regalia mount, uh, Noctis yeah. hair, Noctis costume, maybe some more stuff. Like we had the Kenny Crow minion that was teased in the the Final mm-hmm. Fantasy uh, fifteen uh, picture frame, like which is the weirdest thing to like pull yeah. things off of. But there might be more, maybe some weapons or something. Um, mm. So uh, keep an eye out for that. That'll be coming up soon. Um, Q and A with with lore creator and uh, and main scenario uh, writer Bon Riota. We're not going to do the whole Q and A. He answered twenty questions, um, mm-hmm. and it sounds like he actually answered before they did the stage stuff. Like they had like sixty or something that they had actually like prepped answers for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So the biggest disappointment is they don't talk about the Asian stuff with Eureka and how the Asian apparently was dead, but then not. Um, that was that was the only question that I really wanted to see answered. But um, we did have some interesting stuff that came out of this. Um, they talked about how they do uh, like two or three day retreats to come up with expansion stories. Um, mm-hmm. And so, I mean, a lot of companies do this. Like, this isn't like shocking news, yeah. but it's not something that we necessarily knew that they did for Square Enix. Like, you know, Marvel did. Like, this is how Marvel came up with Civil War. Like, they were on a retreat, yeah. and they're like, "Hey, let's do this." Um, I love the dev panel when they're going and talking the pictures. I know it's not the QA, but it's like yeah. it's really interesting insight. So when you kind of sure, can yeah. get a, a better picture, it's like, huh? It'd be kind of fun to be a fly on the wall at that hotel. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And oh, we, yeah. we can and we can we can talk a little bit about that that dev panel too once we're done with this this live letter because there were a couple mm-hmm. interesting things in there um, mm-hmm. about, about the Crystarium uh, specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So <laughs> Otis says the hotels aren't really nice. It's just a building with a whiteboard. There's hardly any light in the room. Maybe that's what inspired us for Shadowbringers. <laughs> like, my hotel in Japan. The first one, at least. <laughs> it's really dark in here. We should make an expansion about it. Um, when they did the retreat for Stormblood, um, they, uh, Otis-san said that they actually figured out details up to patch 4.2. So it wasn't just the expansion. They even got a little further out. Um, mm-hmm. And then he mentions... Um, that they do weekly scenario meetings on, you know, to, to keep everybody updated with what's going on. Um, currently, um, Yoshida is checking dungeons right now for 5.0. Um, and next month he says, uh, he's going to be doing checks on MSQ and side quests. So, I mean, they only got a few more months left. So, mm-hmm. you know, Yoshida Those are important. to go over <laughs> the, the big stuff. Yeah. Um, this one I love too. Uh, Otosan <laughs> joked about, um, when like Yoshida like is coming to like ask them a question or to check on their progress because of the boots that Yoshida <laughs> wears, they can hear him coming. And so sometimes he doesn't wear the boots. And so they like are surprised when he shows up. So Otosan requests that Yoshida always wears the boots so that they can prepare themselves. <laughs> I got a comment on that later. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and some of this stuff too. Um, and we, 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 we handpicked, uh, I think about half of the questions from, from your interview, mm. um, that, that we want to go over. There's some interesting stuff. Um, but we'll, we'll get to those here in just a little bit. Um, Otisan, uh, w- when asked about like where he draws his inspiration from, and this is always something that I think a lot of people, especially the lore people um, mm-hmm. in the community and the players and stuff, have, have been interested in, like, like where do you get all this stuff from? Um, mm-hmm. He often uses, he says, uh, the legend uh, Legends of Charlemagne uh, by Thomas Bullfinch. Um, he mm-hmm. uses that constantly to go back to. He, like, a lot of weapon names come from that yeah. book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, he, he he reads a lot of books. I can remember. I think uh, was it was it maybe Koji that that said something like he had to like move move or like reinforce a floor in his house because he just had so many books. <laughs> like he just <laughs> he reads a lot of books. Yeah, he's got books. an insane library. Um, and then uh, probably not surprising to anybody. No, there is not a lore reason for the duty finder and how it works or how the chocobos come so quick when you call them. Though so he suggested maybe that they're always hiding behind a tree. <laughs> I believe it. I, I I would love to see somebody do a, a piece of artwork now that's just like somebody like walking in the shroud and then like behind every single tree is a different mount, just kind of like peeking out, like just in case if he needs us. It's like my turn. Is it my turn? It's like the Lollapal in uh, Hildebrand quest line. Oh yeah, for trees. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> um. So that's just that's just a snippet um from the stuff mm-hmm. with Odasan. um. 20 they answered 20 questions on the stream we have that all up um in our live letter summary so make sure to check that out if you didn't get a chance to watch it um you can't watch it on vod anymore 
because yep. of things? It's gone. Yeah, I'm going to assume that's because of the Dad of Light that TV is a, spot. That is sure. exactly what it is, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But we've got the summary. Summary's up, so we're, we're good. We got all the big stuff. Um, other announcements. Uh, Xenos is coming out for Dissidia um, April 11th for PS4 and PC. Um, and I think it was a little earlier for... I can't remember. It's already out. It's already out in, in the yeah, arcade. For the arcade, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that it yeah. matters. Not that we have arcades here. What's an arcade? It was playable at the yeah. at the Fan Fest. Oh, yeah. I saw a bunch of people hop in that. I like a real long after. They announced <laughs> it. When they announced it, you just saw, like, like from watching it on the stream, yeah, people, like, yeah. oh, Screamed there up. are people, like, moving in this wave. It's like... <laughs> I guess this is yeah. That's where they're going. That, that or they all drank a lot of you know right. water beforehand. But I was like, <laughs> the bathrooms are in the other direction. Yeah, there it is confirmed. Did you like, get yeah, a chance? Like, cool. Did you get a chance to play play with uh, oh, the Try. I saw that line. I was like, yeah. No. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I, I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Uh, for those of you guys uh, that are playing uh, Dissidia still, for some reason, that's April 11th <laughs> for PS4 and PC. Look, I, mean, I, I have been really... trying to give this a chance, right? I have logged in multiple times since since Free Edition launched. It's horrible mm-hmm. every time. Nobody's playing it. The connections are garbage. And it's just like, I want it to not be bad, mm-hmm. right? Like, I would love to get in. I've been playing it with friends. And yeah. okay. very few times have we had bad connections. And that's because so I'm playing strange. with friends, it's actually been pretty Fun. Well, oh, I think lobbies playing with friends is usually elevates any quality of a game. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah, I can go. I can go shoot craps with friends, and we're gonna have a better time than when I lose all my money. You know. Right. Right. <laughs> so I mean, and they, they've had a lot of too. issues with uh, with cheating and stuff. So hopefully, they can get that figured out because it would be mm-hmm. awesome to like play Xenos and not lag, and that'd be awesome. So I bought uh, a whole one character. Uh, I was about to say I know which one it is. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, they also announced the uh, Final Fantasy XIV arrangement album Journeys is coming out. Uh, that'll be June twenty first. Um, it's going to have eighteen songs with bonus tracks. Um, that obviously because it's an arrangement album, we'll have stuff from the Primals. We'll have stuff from Keiko and Susan Calloway is also going to be on this. So probably like Oblivion is my mm-hmm. my guess. Um, and of course, it'll come with a bonus code for two orchestrian roles. Um, and then lastly, they announced the Dad of Light movie. Uh, which is super awesome. Uh, that's going to be out in Japan on June 21st. No word yet if that's coming over uh, mm. to NA or EU. I would assume at some point, probably since Netflix. the show was on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we don't really have any like solid like yes no on that. So uh, keep keep an eye out for that. I'm sure I'm sure it'll come up at some point here. Yeah. Um, so next up, uh, we there was another. There's a couple interviews that came out um, from Tokyo Fan Fest. Um, this week we're going to be talking about uh, Happies with Yoshida. Um, next week we're going to talk about another one um, that we uh, Marco translated for us over from Dengeki. Um, there's a lot of really cool stuff in there. We'll we'll talk about that next week. Um, mm-hmm. But for today, uh, man, how how was this interview? I mean, you've you've interviewed Yoshida-san a, a few times before, right? I think the last time was at E3, E3. around the time Ultima Weapon Ultimate right, came out. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. So how, how how was how was this like going in and like sitting down like at HQ like that's got to be so, a weird experience. Every, everyone right? seems to have this grand idea of what my visit to HQ right, was yeah, like. Yeah. So there's actually that building actually has very strict rules. Almost nothing inside even the lobby you're allowed to take pictures of. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Um and that's especially true on the Square Enix offices. So um mm-hmm. I was brought to the 13th floor, not the 18th which is where all their meeting rooms and their cafeterias mm-hmm. and that's it. 
<laughs> so that's all I got to nice. see of the office and a very nice guard at the front. That was that's that's all I got to see. So it's just we sat in meeting rooms. We had a few of us in one meeting room, and then when it was our turn, we went over to him in another meeting room, and they had a little banner up out yeah. for us, you know, just for professionals' sake. And <laughs> that's it. I mean, he's a he's a fun guy to interview. I, I wish is, I yeah. wish that. We didn't need a translator because I see interviews and when he's like being interviewed by Japanese media outlets, oh, it seems yeah, like yeah. they're able to do a lot more with it because right. there's there's sure. that extra time. So I'm always forth. grateful for any time I can get. And, and you know that was one of the cool things that I liked about your interview too is there was a little bit of back and forth. You don't always mm-hmm. get that with with Yoshida, especially with a with an right. interpreter. And so that was mm-hmm. that was really cool to see. Um, so we have uh, there were I think eight questions total. Eight or nine from yes. your interview. Eight, so, eight and the ninth one was me thanking them. Yeah, yeah. So we, we picked out, um, we've, got, we've got a few here um, <laughs> that we wanted to pick out just because they're either hot topics or they're really, like, I was reading this interview and I'm like going to my own interview that like I've been prepping mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, well, he asked that. I, like, can't ask that now. Can't ask that. <laughs> you now. and I have done that before, even with it's so, so, yeah. it's so helpful like, when that happens. Oh yeah, yeah no, it's, it's like it's oh, yeah, like you know, all these outlets are like, okay, let's ask them the same five questions. No, we have like sync up, believe. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and that's and that's that's one of the things too that that's so important, I think. And I think I think the community realizes too is when you have an interview with Mister Happy, or we do an interview from Gamer Escape, or uh, Reddit does an interview, you're going to like get like solid questions and not like the right you know why do you still charge don't don't go back to what i think you're gonna go back to you know right now <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've, we've thoroughly beaten yeah. that horse to death yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um so the first one i wanted to bring up um you did ask about uh viera and rothgar as everybody did i mean that was the big, yeah that was that's one of those ones if you don't ask you're you're yeah, you're wrong to not why ask. didn't you ask about this you well, were, and, you were right and, here, and here's the it, thing it, right for, for me, like, yes, you asked about it, but then you came up with a follow-up because everybody that's talking about this, right? There's, like, the, the people that don't care. There's the people that are, like, super, like, livid. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, the, mm-hmm. the, the ones holding out for a little bit of hope. Like, well, they could they could add them later. They're going to they're gonna add it on, on right? day, on it the would, day of the patch, be, like the be, expansion. It wouldn't be harder just to add the other ones later, right? And that was what your follow-up was. So I really appreciate that you asked that because not a lot of people did. And that's what everybody is – I don't want right. to like, – I'm not trying to like prep this in a way to like kill the hope of like all these people that are like, well, maybe no, I don't, I don't think it killed the hope. I think essentially it helped calm the storm because like one of the things that happened, like you could kind of see visibly in the community at the time is there were a lot of people generally upset and Mm -hmm. and theorizing as to why this happened. Mr. Happy's interview comes out and then all of a sudden it was like a, just a, okay, well that makes sense because it, it does. And then to have him explain it in that way, it actually, I think, helped the community just like say, oh, and, and then remember at its core, Yoshi P wants to build the game that we want to play. And it's mm-hmm. maybe it's not today, but maybe, you know, like it could happen in the next expansion or whatever. My hope is that why not make it tied into the lore of our actions bring about, you know, that they can always, they, that's what I think when 1.0 to 2.0 has mm-hmm. so much more meaning for me because we took part in it. it Sure. It's ingrained in it. And like, imagine if you want a male Vieira. Well, the reason why you can't have them is lore, but then we did something and that that changes it. You know, I don't know. That's just where I come from. We, I we, yeah. we were hanging out with all the, all the female <laughs> Vieira out of, in, uh, in Yulmore and now there's more y'all, male Vieira. <laughs> y'all ever, y'all ever uh, like watch Futurama? 
Yeah, a little like bit. You freed them from the schnoo schnoo. You know, it's yeah. just like okay, like if there's yeah. only like one out of four hundred male. Like, <laughs> like I don't know what logistically we're doing here, but anyway. So, so <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of a lot of bigger media outlets they'll they'll ask yeah. about it, right? Because they they know it's a thing, but they don't know enough about it. So right. after that question, it's like any other outlet would be like, all right, fine. But instead, you asked about the follow-up for the for the genders and maybe adding them in future expansions. So what Yoshida said is um, they haven't made a decision on that, and we can't say for sure um, because they need to optimize their uh, workflow for the existing races um, and now the new ones as well. Uh, after that, perhaps we do the other gender, but we don't know right now. Um, they did consider male Vieira instead of adding an extra race, uh, but we tried to take player feedback on adding a more beast-like race as well. Um, as the, you know, in addition to the strong desire to get the Viera in there. Um, we did expect strong feedback on the gender lock. It was a tough decision, but we decided to do our best to meet both the player feedback and our development team's vision. Um, it will be costly to add a new race or genders, uh, so I won't say no, but I would not like to set expectations high. Uh, we haven't had time to look at all the feedback since it's our first day back at the office after the fan fest. Uh, what has the general feedback been like um, from NA based on your experience? Were they upset about no male Vera, no female Harothgar, or both? Um, and that's awesome. Like, I love that he's asking. Mm -hmm. Like, so he's like, so what have you been hearing? Like, that's that kind of <laughs> that kind of back and forth. It's rare to have usually um, in these in these kind of sit downs. Um, and so they said, you know, they're putting all the feedback together, um, and depending on it, they may consider an official statement on the forums. So. Mm -hmm. We'll see. We'll see yeah. what happens with that. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to add that um, he he generally asks me questions like that. Uh, Soken did the same thing when I when mm. he was present at the interview at E3 because I said, "Oh, you know, what kind of songs are you maybe thinking of adding to the Primals roster?" Soken does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, "What what song would you like to hear the most?" Mm. To which I answered, "Biako," and then he shared what song he wanted to work on the most. Mm. You know, so I feel like with them. I don't, I don't know if it's just because they know how much I interact with the community that because right. I, I don't see it with other interviewers as much. Mm -hmm. um, he doesn't ask them questions back as often, so maybe he, uh, maybe it's just he's kind of perceiving what kind of media he's speaking to. Sure, it's, you know, and, and, and the fact that he's talked to you before, it's not you know, X outlet sends you know, a, a different person, person every yeah. every E three to talk to him. It's he's seen us before, you know. And I, I think I've mentioned before, too, like at E3, when we'll have our, our interview time with him, he'll be out for a smoke break and he'll come in and we'll wave and be like, hey, like we're up next. And he'll just be like, <sighs> like, because he know he knows us. Right. <laughs> and so I, I think that's, yeah, to, to have that that level of interaction with with people from the community. I think that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, cool. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens if we get any any kind of uh, official statement or not. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. This one was interesting too. Um, obviously, there's been a lot of talk about Dancer being a ranged DPS instead of a healer, um, and so you asked about that instead of a healer, and he goes, "Why were people expecting a healer?" <laughs> he, he like he's like, "I have no idea like why this is a thing." <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I I'm going back to eleven now to explain to people what it was in eleven because I yeah. feel like it is the Final Fantasy eleven players that probably set the expectation mm -hmm. more mm -hmm. so than anyone else. Mm -hmm. When it's not a healer in a lot of it yeah, can it, heal. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's a yeah. weird. It's a weird thing. Like, I mean, I, I personally, for me, I was expecting healer ever since that teaser for Stormblood, where we see Lise in the mm -hmm. Alamegan Gala. Yeah. I was like, mm. Dancer, yay! And then like a week later, everyone's like, it's probably a monk. And I'm like, no, I said that five minutes later. I don't, yeah. want it, I don't want it to be a monk. <laughs> um, and so now we have 
a ranged DPS danger, which is weird. But yeah, it was yeah. you know interesting for him to talk about how they wanted to kind of balance out. Um, you know, there's only two ranged DPS. It makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. and makes mm -hmm. perfect sense. Um, you know, of course, the the confusion for me though. You know, then you get into the talk about the tanks and how they want four tanks so they can better balance MT and OT. But at the same time, they never oh. really said that they necessarily want to do that kind of distinction. So it's mm -hmm. like. They went ahead and pushed out Gunbreaker as a tank without really being sure what they were going to do, which seems a little weird. But, uh, you know, at this point, it is what it is. Um, so, I mean, it, we're going to have all these job adjustments anyway for the expansion. Yeah. So even even if you're somebody that's like, you know, played all the healers, and you're kind of like, eh, you're going to get something new across the board yeah. for all the jobs anyway. So mm -hmm. everything's going to feel fresh. And if they do like mm -hmm. a really big rework of these jobs, they're going to feel brand new. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. You'll get a new one eventually, anyway, if you stick around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, yeah. they're kind of I mean, running into. You go ahead. And I, I was just gonna say, I, I kind of look at the entirety of fourteen, and I, I kind of recognize as much as a realm of born was essentially the, you know, a launch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have technically gotten two new healers since yes. the game came out. Scholar mm -hmm. and Summoner were new to two point oh. Yeah. Yep. Astro was an expansion later. They then mm -hmm. took an expansion to try and balance it, realized what they did didn't work, and now have to do it again. It leads to a six-year gap, yeah. ultimately, which is what sucks to say out loud. But numerically speaking, it made a lot of sense. I, I, I just thought it would be a healer because I thought we were getting a healer. Right. Yeah, I didn't exactly. think answer needed to be a healer. I just right. like, got to do a tank. And, and I think there's that, there's that feeling, too, especially coming out of Stormblood, where we had two DPS. It's like, yeah. okay, well, now what about the other two roles? So, right. There's always that, that complaint of, oh, the Q times, Q blah, times. blah, blah. Well, if you get one tank and one DPS this time, no Q times. If you get one healer and one DPS next time, no Q times. We well, got trust. And that's not going to work. <laughs> that's <laughs> my, 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 the hardest part because I keep thinking about that. I'm like, man, the Qs are going to be so messed up, but we don't need to sit in them because we have trusts. <laughs> so. Yeah. And the the cues aren't even messed up with two with two DPS. It didn't even take that long blood. Yeah, the um especially not if you have friends. Right. Yeah. I mean, make like do a party finder, like make a friend, and then it's like you never have to worry about it again. The um one of the things that I would like to kind of say about it is because of the expectation of healer, you know, because it just make we're like we're making these assumptions based off of like a pattern that we technically kind of assume, right? Mm -hmm. The other complaint that typically we've also leverage or critique about the game is it's somewhat samey. Like it's like, yeah, well, it's, it's kind of predictable. Exactly. But this whole thing, like mm -hmm. the the first fan fest, like we're all you know together in Vegas, and it's like, okay, like yeah, okay, yeah, we know that they, oh dungeons, like yeah. another yeah. shock, and then it completely the presentation took a shift and it felt different. And so from these presentations, they've all felt different. And the only I, I guess critique when you balance it out like with the with the frustration that people felt in the mm -hmm. in light of tokyo is that in we, we elevated showmanship because they could have easily told us in paris in paris that it was female you know it's like da -da. Mm -hmm. and maybe some people would not have believed it or whatever but in terms of the excitement for Hrothgar, they you know they, they didn't you know put it to bed in in february mm -hmm. they let expectation build and, and excitement build and that's where we saw a little bit it of that at that, that same time, though, they also kind of kicked themselves in their own ass by doing that because, um, <laughs> and they did, and and and, yeah, and this mean, is yeah. something I've been saying since since Paris. It's you know, what about Milviera? Well, we still have Tokyo Fan Fest. It's like okay, yeah. well, Don't that's where showmanship bad. comes. That, well, that's no, where the show. Well, here's the thing, comes. though. Milviera isn't really like a. We'll hold this back because it's a whole separate announcement. 
like I get it hasn't really been like a big mm-hmm. thing before, but that's not really its own announcement. Yeah. And by not saying this, you're just like you're getting people hyped up to just like knock them back down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So But that's it, where that's it, it where, that's what I'm saying. They they errored because it said in their minds it's there people are gonna be excited about the lion. And then then you also couple sure. this with the leaks, which I hopefully I think finally we're all past that now. Like that's done. Yeah, um, because that's that's unfair to them, the developers, mm-hmm. because essentially it's it's unfair. Anyway, we got more. I don't want to. I don't want to be pissed off yeah, today. We, we, <laughs> if, if you guys, if you guys want our our real our real like first reaction gut takes on these, uh, go listen to the last week's episode with Sly. And uh, yeah, we we said some things. So <laughs> go go, go uh, back and check that. You out. got the angriest you've ever gotten. He said dick yeah. on the podcast. I did. I did. Wow. Let's not repeat that. How dare you? Anna? I know, I right? I was not here, but that's that's fine because I don't care. It's funny. Uh, I was it. Oh, I can't it's remember funny. if it was Sly or, or Zanidra. Um, we're just kind of like, eh, like I don't know if I care. I'm like, okay, so you're all do you know this week? <laughs> I mean, I'm just super excited about how they're gonna make dancer work. Yes, that's yeah. what I want. I'm, to I'm really that was my yeah. thing. Like, so much of of this stuff lately has been kind of disappointing. Let's right. be honest. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely. But freaking dancer, dancer is keeping me afloat. It is the life vest that I'm clinging like, to. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm job just see from the from the balance. I'm sorry, Charles. Code. Oh no, you're gonna say the same thing probably. I said I'm just waiting for the job adjustments to see how yeah. everything falls. Yeah. So like I when I did the when I played Bard Machinist, like I was like yeah. I love what they did with Bard, and I was mm-hmm. and it's like I'm not saying if you like Machinist, that's great. Like I'm not saying that you have to, but I just was like. Oh, like it just was like okay. <laughs> yeah, I I, I um, want to like machinist. I do too, but I just I like but the now one's dancer. Is, yeah, is yeah, like, you know, it's like so. and it's so it's like obviously like I always say like people are like we're getting two new jobs like guys we're getting eighteen. Let's just be real, like we're getting yeah. eighteen new jobs. You've heard of the other ones? No, you don't count Blue Mage in there. You counted Blue Mage in there. Oh, I count no. Blue Mage. Blue <laughs> Mage <laughs> <happened> amazing. <laughs> I have a a great love it. I wear the blue shirt. This used to be blue. I bought a mask, okay? I know. Yep. Listen, you know how little it counted? When he listed the number of each role, he said three casters. Yes, he did say three. True, true. Very true. Um, but it's like, uh, but okay, so fine. 17 new jobs, but it's like, (laughs) but the balance with the, with now with dancer being that I'm like, okay, well, does this help them set up a strength and a weakness kind of like you know, system within sure. each one? Because that essentially is the value. And, and with TP going away, mm-hmm. like, well, obviously tactician and things that, you know, like, okay, what are we doing there? You know, so yeah. there's so many things that it's like, I can't wait to see how just those three alone way uh, play themselves out. It's, because yeah, anyway, It's going to be weird because you don't want Dancer to just be a dancing bard. You don't want Machinist to be just yes, a I do. bard with a gun. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like you have to like do something to make them stand out a little bit. So I'll be I, I don't, I don't want Dancer to be all proc DPS. Sure. Yeah. No, that's what, yeah, right. yeah. what I want to see is like, that just like with the minions when they hang out by each other, I want to see a bard and a dancer's idle animations. Like, you know, <laughs> that I mean, no, really they'll, cool. they'll expand the perform feature for dancing. Yeah. Oh, oh bard God. plays the I music for dancer dances. You know, like, then, then, like, then it slides into a little bit of risqueness, but whatever. <laughs> well, we didn't even talk about the new, the new pole minion that's going to come out. It just or sits there. Do. <laughs> it's a dancer's pole in the uh, it just comes out. it's like it's like the the beginning of iron man right they're on the plane he just pushes a button the pole just like comes out of the floor it's like that it's just a mini Ooh. that does that you don't actually interact with it but you can around it so many yeah yeah. Um, yeah oh yeah okay this is gonna get weird all right all right <laughs> um 
and we'll and we'll actually so... we'll get, we'll, yeah we'll, we'll come back to, to blue mage here in a minute uh, as well that's uh -huh. the the last question i wanted to bring up because that was a good one too um the release date for the collaboration it's what? my turn what, what happened oh, oh dancing <laughs> She was trying to talk for a while. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's almost like there's um, five people in here trying to talk yeah. about the same. No, stuff. that's what I just said. Hey, yeah. you know. just like just exactly. raise your hand. Be like, I have a now I'm like overhyped it too. Like I'm gonna say something significant. And in one point of the way Bard played was basically you had a song that was on a timer. You went over to the group of people that needed the song. You gave it to them. So not everybody got that song. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed that. It's uh, right. kind of like Corsair from Eleven. And I hope that's how Dancer plays. I mean, and it would it would make sense for them dancing in and out of melee to range to this yeah. stack to that stack. I mean, it would be really cool. I think, uh -huh. I think one of the issues, though, you run into that a little bit. I mean, if you look at, like, the range of your um, abilities. I don't, yeah. I don't play Machinist enough anymore. To, you know, you have your TP song, your MP song, but the range on mm. those is ridiculous right now, and, and both Machinist yeah. and Bard can use Fair. that. Yeah, so. it would have to be a much smaller <laughs> It would probably make mechanics more difficult. But. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I'll be really curious to see how they how they differentiate the different mm -hmm. range classes. I always I mean, found that that particular aspect of support jobs more fun, though. Like, And, really and cool. you know, that's I think that's another part of the problem, too, is these aren't necessarily support jobs they're range dps they're dps they're not okay like yeah i mean well a healer's a dps and a tank is a dps like but you know they have like they're not you know if 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 you were to actually say okay you know these range dps it's not a dps it's a support there's a lot this is a potatoes french fries argument at well at 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 the end of the day they're dps right so they're gonna have support things tacked on not yeah, full, mean, full support. It's where it's where you get the the balance of utility versus like right. pure mm -hmm. raw. Because that either I am helping everybody else and thus raising the team's total mm -hmm. DPS, yeah. or I'm here because I'm a part of that equation and I'm you want to help me and thus and that's where it'd be kind of neat to see and, and and have that broken out. Like oh, I helped raise and so you did sixty percent mm -hmm. more. So people will mathematically figure it out. Like oh, you want you know like you want to bring a dancer. Uh, you know, for this type of prog, or you want, you know, a, a bard for this, and um, you know, we we'll have to see what you know how machinist yeah. fits there's, in the there's whole. There's so and... many things that they could change that'll just completely right. upset everything that we know. Yeah, I mean, the <laughs> first thing that we'll see is is it slashing? Because that's that's my first. Just getting rid of all those. Yeah, do we, are we still gonna have those buffs? I just I think things are going out. It's, yeah, because if that's it's like when they changes so many things when they just didn't introduce like a hammer tank or something like that to help kind of like pair with One, monk yeah. you know it's like you kind of like say then yeah like you're con like they either take it out or introduce a way that you know I, like you know and I, and I think I've, i brought this up too keep keep the the debuff stuff in but make sure every class can debuff their own weapon type i mean well, i also did call uh gunbreaker slashing type yeah they did yeah, yeah. so that's kind of so. like do you mean that? Do yeah. you mean that? <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. I hope not. I'll let that stuff gone. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's 100%. a piercing tank. <laughs> I mean, we already have so many other windows and so many things that we could add complexity to. Like, we don't need to do the slashing, piercing, blunt, mat. well, I mean, kind of magic, but whatever. We don't need protect either. We still have that. Yeah, that's true. We'll pull play not for much true. longer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're we're good now on uh, on dancer. No. 
I, I, I don't want to say about Dancer, but I liked what he said at the end of that question in particular, oh, sure. where he um, he said that the, maybe they need to change the way that they present information at FanFest, like yes. presenting, hey, we'll be announcing another job at the next FanFest. It'll be this role. Yeah. We're not going to tell yeah. you the job yet, but we'll tell you the role. And I think that would build so much hype anyway. Like, mm -hmm. that would be awesome. Yeah. You know? right. and, 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 and then you know, essentially the people who are excited about their role aren't walking away going like, Oh. What? As opposed to like, oh, that's interesting that we, you know, and that's actually a really good point, Mr. Jeffrey. Well, and, and you know, I think part of it too is, um, you know, not not to say that that people aren't conveying things that maybe they should or shouldn't, but like, um, the fact that he was like, kind of like, why were people expecting a healer? I'm like, we've been expecting a healer for ever since you announced Gunbreaker. Like, you haven't gotten this feedback, but at the same time, he's not going to hear like everything. But it's like that weird yeah, mix sure. of like. You don't know? <laughs> I, well, like... the question seems to more be, why did they think Dancer would be a healer? Because mm. he oh, saw sure. everyone, sure. he acknowledged months ago, everyone was predicting Dancer. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, it's yeah. not predicting for a number of reasons. Right. Yeah. Sure, sure. Jumping um, on the bandwagon of the leak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, that like it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't wrong. No. At all. Uh, all right. So, uh, next so question. Then. <laughs> oh, um, even then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next question uh, was talking about why uh, the 15 collaboration is timed and how the team decides um, which ones are limited and which ones are permanent. Um, and I thought this was an interesting question because, like, remember when they introduced, like, the Garo stuff? They're like, we don't have mm -hmm. an end date for it, but it'll be a while. It's it's not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> um, and so Yoshida says this is uh, decided based on the type of content that they're making for the event itself. Uh, for example, Garo uh, was simple structure-wise. Uh, we just integrated it into PvP. Uh, for Monster mm -hmm. Hunter, uh, the content can be a little more challenging, so players may need more time to clear it. Um, and then for the 15 collaboration, Forever. it's catered to an easier difficulty, <laughs> so it doesn't need to be permanent. Um, right. And he says, luckily, with uh, limited time events, they can always turn it back on if they want to, so we don't consider mm -hmm. how long Okay, let me just be clear about that last statement. Mm -hmm. They will never turn it back on. It'll be in the Mog Station in a year. So I'm just maybe turn it on in a year. The lightning, one, so the lightning one was once for Japan release, once for NA release, and once for PS4 players who never got to play it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so we let's might be honest, see that won't happen this time. May, may, They're not gonna turn it back once. on for the PS5 players yeah. one day. <laughs> well, I mean I mean they, they turned like Yokai back on, right? So maybe they'll you know, they'll rerun it right like in a year. Yeah, just and yeah. then it'll be. I like stations. the concept of rerunning, and even like we've got enough of them that it's like they don't have to even make it every year, and they could end up you could kind of get some excitement behind it like every two years or. But you, it, the fact is, business wise, it makes more sense just to toss, toss the items and have yeah, people pay cash for them. Well, I think. I think like, yeah, I mean, you know, and they they talk too about like the the type of content and stuff being how it dictates you know limited time and stuff. Well lightning stuff and it looks like 15 stuff that's gonna have at least it looks like it has uh, open world fates so mm. they're not gonna want those running all the time because that's just weird right like it's gonna confuse players that are coming into the game for the first time it's mm. like why are those mm. soldier dudes from 15 like chilling mm. over here this is i don't what okay i can't see them seeing that as an issue no no I mean, it's a little immersive it's a little immersion breaking I mean, also, like the Dragon awesome. Quest one for me was probably the most immersion breaking because oh, Dragon yeah. Quest visually Absolutely. is yeah. insanely yeah. different. Um, but this one's this one's pretty. I think the Death Claw mm -hmm. enemy is cool. Though. I want to keep him. Oh sure. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. 
I don't know, the soldiers and the, the other thing, no, because that's confusing because it doesn't look like any of the other magic. Sure. Deathclaw right. mob, I want that. I want to keep that. <laughs> Looks like it fits, yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, robots and things. Yeah, we got them. Yeah. Um, and then the last question that I wanted to highlight uh, is about Blue Mage. Um, you asked him what the general feedback has been for Blue Mage and the concept of limited jobs. Um, has feedback led the team to strive to make changes towards their approach on how to implement this kind of content? This is something I think a lot of people have been wondering for mm -hmm. when, when did Blue Mage come out? Since then, like back in 4.5, mm -hmm. um, everyone's like- a week, a week after 4.5, when was 4.5, January? Oh uh, yeah, January. so January like the 8th, and so then it okay. was the 15th yeah. that the Blue Mage dropped. So it was a week, a week later after the patch, um, you know, which was, I thought that was like kind of smart because it allowed people to kind of do the patch content and not, you know, like mm -hmm. Okay, now this was like this, another man. one of those like questions that I've been wanting to ask. So like as I'm like going down and reading, I see this one. I'm like, thank you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, Yoshida says for the Blue Mage, uh, it's still only available at uh, entry level, so it's quite easy to level and only basic content for it is available. Um, they are uh, going to eventually increase the level cap for it and release new content for it. When we release uh, increase the cap, uh, we will have some more content, some of which is much more hardcore. Uh, this will be sometime after Shadowbringers, um, and we want to see how players respond to this new content. Until we reach that point, we don't want to talk much more about limited jobs because we need to see uh, player feedback after more Blue Mage content is available. Mm -hmm. so For the like, record, I had fun playing Blue Mage. It's just sure. I'm done with it. Correct. It's, there's, it, no, it, there's nothing else to do with it, and so yeah. like you do this, and then Correct. what's it's, interesting yeah. is the is the carnival where every week they can say like. They kind of switch it up a bit, so sure. there is a little variety, but obviously it's very limited. For for more, yeah, I mean, for for all intents and purposes, it's it's not a job; it's content. And I think yeah. that because mm -hmm. of that, you once you're done with it, you're done with it. You can't continue to do roulettes with it. You can't raid on it. It's just it just sits there, waiting for whatever is coming next for it. Next, yeah. so I want to call them out, but they said uh, there would be new blue mage stuff every patch. Where is it? No, they didn't say every patch. No, no, no. Uh, no, they, they didn't say. It. Okay. Every they so often, the but the, patch, they said they had planned the timing for new Blue Mage out of the first patch after the expansion. That they said. Yes. Yeah. That's. Mm -hmm. I'm like. I remember them saying that in the next expansion, every patch, or at least the first patch, there's going to be new stuff because people were speculating that each patch would be like leveling them. You know, like oh. Yeah. No. Five. Now you can get to seven. I remember talking about that and thinking that uh, there was one patch left until the expansion, which would bring them up to 60 with everything else. Right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that was... And if they bring it up to 60 and I hope that they do, they let it into the palace of the dead or, you know, it's like, there are some things that it's like, that would be really interesting to take on yeah. uh, like individually, especially now with world visit. Like I felt like blue mage would have like in world visit can go really nice together because it is that, you know, mm -hmm. kind of, you can't open more constant instance, mm -hmm. but the, um, yeah, I'm interested to see. Like, I hope I hope for 60 comes Palace of the Dead, and they can start to kind of build in and allow us to have access to some of these other things because I think it is interesting. Like, it is an interesting concept, um, but it's also it shows some of the things that like the game I think would benefit anyway. You know, we talked about it a little bit. The producer pretend to be the participant. You know, whatever. But it's like you know, I just think I I love it. Like, I want more. I want more reasons to to play use on the blue mage. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's fun. I I just had a good time with it. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. Uh, so that's it for uh, what we're going to cover from uh, Hap's interview. With that, um, make sure to go check that out. We'll have all the links for all that stuff, and um, when we post the show up. Um, so next up, we want to talk just a little bit about the trip. Like it was your first time out in Japan. So how how was it, man? Like 
Culture shock. <laughs> Pretty big culture shock. Not gonna. Lie. I mean, I, I I don't go outside enough as it is. And this was on another <laughs> continent, right? So yeah. I so, was nervous the whole time. Like I yeah. was just like hands at my sides. Don't make any hand gestures. I don't know what's rude. I don't know what's you know <laughs> what's what's the right thing to do. What's the wrong thing to do? Sure. Mm-hmm. I was nervous anytime I wanted to speak Japanese because I don't know it. So oh, sure. I'm like, I'm gonna, they're gonna make fun of me. They're gonna be like, oh, crazy gotcha. <laughs> you don't want to like you don't want to say like arigato for something and then they just like go off in japanese like oh he speaks japanese great yeah i tried to because i don't even want to say konnichiwa because if i start in japanese like if i start mm-hmm. with hello but yeah. everything else like the yeah. basic custom things are all japanese then they at least know my first language yeah. english the expectations there um but english gets you pretty far in the tokyo area in japan they all sure. That everyone I ran into knew it well enough for me to have no issue getting around, no issue like placing an order at a restaurant or yeah, like it was, it all worked. It, it worked fine for that area. Mm-hmm. But we're, I don't uh, know about like if you went out to like Osaka or something, if it would uh, work. Oh, sure. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, what were, what were some of the things that surprised you the most over there? Uh, taxis are too. Taxis and, and Ubers <laughs> are a luxury in Japan. Oh, and yeah are very expensive so if you're traveling to japan learn the railway system so to give you an idea uh on the third when i was there on monday the train ride from shinjuku to akihabara is 180 yen it's about a dollar 63 cents okay that's a 20 minute train ride for a dollar 60. that taxi ride's 50 bucks damn and Ubers are only Uber Blacks and Uber XLs. That's it. They're the only two ones there. Wow. So equally as expensive as the taxis. Mm-hmm. So um, I am. I always take taxis from airports. It's just my habit. And then I got there and I'm like, I need to pull out more cash after this. <laughs> and, and, you know, like I, I, I probably would have been in the same boat, too, if I was out there yeah. having without anybody with me the whole time. Like I, I would be like train system like. Just get me in the cars. It's really easy to figure out. And they have stuff in English in yeah. the trains. They have they, oh, that's, okay. that's good to know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Specifically for the Tokyo area. Like every train stop says it in Japanese and English. Like next stop is like you would expect. The, well, that's, the, that's pretty nice then. Okay. Yeah. You can yeah. also do the same thing if you go to Sweden, just FYI. Like it's like 98% yeah. of the country speaks English and it was really easy to get around. <laughs> anyway. Well, the, Tokyo in particular is used to being a tourist location, so they yeah. make sure that the English language is pretty readily available on like most things. If if it, things aren't in English, there's enough English to get you through. Like, it, I don't know. I didn't think it was an issue getting around. If they're not in English, turn around. <laughs> <laughs> You've got it. I'm scared. You've gone too far. <laughs> You're outside of the boundary. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was uh, another thing was just. I, I had to, I wanted to respect the call. I didn't want to just look like a foreigner. Like it clearly was, but I wanted to reason. Like, so one thing is I wasn't sure about public eating. You, you cannot walk and eat. It is like you're the, you're a disgusting animal and everyone will give you dirty looks. As a foreigner, you might get away with it, but um, you're supposed to, if you want to stop, take a sip of water, you know, eat something you just bought at a convenience store. You sit down or get yourself out of the way while you do it. Mm-hmm. Don't do it while you're trying to, you know, commute. So <laughs> that's a, that's a big one. No, the, the trains are all quiet. Dude, the taxis were just no sound at all. 
It was just, oh, and by the way, for a city of 33 million, it was the quietest city I've ever been to. Mm. Wow. That's crazy. It's, yeah, it's it's actually quite serene in a way. <laughs> well, I think I, a, you, you fell asleep in one of the cabs, I think you were saying. All of the cabs. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one, because I'm just like, I, I, there's nothing stimulating my like senses right. right now. It's quiet outside. It's quiet in here. I can look at my phone, but I'm just getting tired. No. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, so one, one of the things that you were talking about in your videos, um, which I thought was really cool is meeting Japanese players. Like how, how was that experience for you? That's gotta be kind of, you, you don't think of that part of the world as being somebody that necessarily consumes the content that you put out because of the language barrier, sure. right? Yeah. These came in handy. <laughs> so a lot of Japanese players were very shy. was something I learned very, very quickly. Um, I had a, I had a few that just like waved at me from a distance. They didn't want to like, they thought they were like bothering me or sure. anything like while I was talking to other people. But I say the biggest, the biggest thing was I knew enough English to get through. Hello, thank you, picture, thank you, enjoy the show. <laughs> but very few people can I, I converse with unless I had somebody else to translate nearby, and I didn't. Your English has improved since you've come back, by the way. Yeah. My English has improved. <laughs> that you know enough English. Picture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know enough English now to get by in America. <laughs> like, and I didn't want, and again, the same thing. I don't want to try to do that conversation, exact same conversation in Japanese because it sets the tone that maybe I can, you know, yeah, actually sure. convert. So I don't want to say, all I know is, so I know Kenichiwa, I know Arigato, Arigato, Gomenasai, mm-hmm. which is also not right. I'm just, I just got it wrong right there. Um, Goman Nasai is sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Separately. So, Arigato Goman Nasai. Gozaimasu uh, is thank you very much. Arigato Gozaimasu, thank you very much. Um, I also had Gochiso uh, Sama Deshita, which is thank you for the meal. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's Tenemo Oshikata Des, which is it was delicious, which I had to know to tell the chefs mm-hmm. at the restaurants whenever they're in the front. It's a very respectful thing to do. Shashin means picture. I learned that very quickly. <laughs> And that's what I got by on. <laughs> that's everything I got by on. That's cool. So um, unfortunately, it just meant I couldn't converse. It was funny, though, because some people just knew enough English to, like, again, get through. But mm-hmm. I had quite a few people just say, I love you in English. That's it. <laughs> just, most of them were Haru's friends who were doing it, like, ironically, in a sense. <laughs> they like, we like, we enjoy, we like, we're raiders and we enjoy, like, you know, raiding with you, like. It's kind of like how I, I imagine Layla like trolling me or something at a convention. Mm. It's like, that's how I, it felt like. And then they all tweeted me that I love you at the same time. <laughs> like, but I did have, um, at one point I was standing outside where media was waiting to get in and a few people started coming up to me to ask for pictures. And one woman walked up and did that. She's like, Savvy, I love you. And I'm like, oh, well, now this is a lot different than Haru's friends because now I don't want to laugh or anything like they do. <laughs> so, it w- but like, I, it happened a lot. I got a lot yeah. of my love yous mm. while I was there. I mean, that's, see, see, that's that's their English phrase that they practiced. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> you're, you're just like, thank you very much. <laughs> I was I was pretty overwhelmed by it. it. Was It was pretty overwhelming trying to take in everything because I didn't expect to have many people Mm-hmm. trying to hang out or talk to me uh what one, one person i was talking to they, they understood more english than most people and so we were i don't remember what we were talking about but the conversation eventually landed on my hair and how it was soft 
And so they wanted to touch my hair like this. <laughs> and and the and the response I got to that was <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? So, some fun experiences. <laughs> um so I know you were you were there as media, and I know uh, for some of these events, media can't always really get around and, and do a lot of the activities. Were you able to like try out any of the activities? I didn't or? even remotely try. Yeah, <laughs> I was. So I would like to remind everyone, you know, if NA Fan Fest, a lot of people said it wasn't big enough. I think it was like six thousand or something. Something like this that. Was, yeah. This was fifteen thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, funny thing is, when there's when there's more than double the amount of people, the lines are more than twice that long. <laughs> <laughs> twice as long although they were so quick at getting people through everything i actually could have gotten in line for almost everything i probably have done it oh. in like two hours mm. probably mm. but i wouldn't have wanted to. by the two hours <laughs> time the two hours were done i wouldn't have wanted to i learned that at the first na fan fest yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah there was a lot of cool stuff i know uh even uh during the show and after the show uh the uh twitter account was posting videos of like koji trying to do the the goldfish scooping or uh, Soken and and uh, and Yoshida on the uh, the like the big like chocobo bed. They just jumped they onto and, it. Yeah, yeah. Just, you can hear Yoshida getting his running start, and he just <laughs> like <right laughs> it. that was a good one. I like that one. It was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, what was what was your favorite part of of Tokyo Fan Fest being actually out there and and seeing everything and meeting with players? It was definitely it was definitely meeting players. I mean, that's kind of just why I go to FanFest now. I go for the news, and then I go to meet people who wouldn't otherwise have the chance. I wouldn't otherwise have the chance to converse with. So you know, whatever I can do to make them happy, pretty much. Yeah. No pun intended. And <laughs> yeah, I have to do I get it. it. It's I the get nature it. of the name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, that's that's the big thing. I knew that I was waiting for a shitstorm when I saw the news live. When I, yeah. when I eventually would go check my phone, I knew what I was gonna come back to. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that I I didn't really see much of it till after my interview. Mm-hmm. So by then, just simmer down yeah. just a little bit. I mean, and yeah. and you know, as we've gotten away from from last weekend too. I mean, it's it's already kind of slowly calm down people are realizing that this is happening like yeah just, i've liked the game up till now there's no reason to like the game less right exactly. <laughs> just because yeah. i didn't get exactly what i wanted kind of thing yeah. and just to share my feedback that i wanted at some point mm-hmm. yeah there you go um we, we talked already a little bit about your your trip to se um but you went to the cafe which is something i'm super jealous of i've always wanted to do the cafe <laughs> what was what was your favorite thing on the menu that you had Oh man, you know I've I've mulled over that question a lot because I, I I saw the video and it's like don't don't like eat before you watch this video because oh my gosh everything that you had pictures of it's just like I want that so like you know watch it over lunch or something like just to, yeah. to protect yourself. I don't know that might not be better. You might want to wait till like literally after you're right done after. eating because if you eat it while you're eating, you're gonna look down and be like, ah. This hot dog isn't nearly as good as I thought it was before watching this. Not as good as Hien sausage. Yeah. <laughs> how 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 was it? Did you get a nice big mouthful of Hien sausage? Yeah, I, yeah. One person ordered it. We each we each took a bite. Mm-hmm. Uh, we passed it around, shared it, mm-hmm. and we were all satisfied by it. It was a buffet style. You're saying it's, it's it's kind of like family style for Hien sausage. Dude's talking about dicks again. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're talking about sausage. Mashed potatoes. Yeah. What are you talking about? 
bangers and mash. Uh, some of us did it family. Like some of us wanted things like like a like kind of like a meal to ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even the meals we took to ourselves, we said, "Hey, if anyone wants some, like right, the right. more I can eat, the more coasters I get." So if anyone else wants, so the big thing. This was kind of my whole experience throughout all Japan. Is the food ranged from pretty good to great? I there was no bad pick. Mm-hmm. There was no pick where like eh, maybe I shouldn't have got that. And we had almost like every food item on the menu between all of us. Mm-hmm. I didn't get pictures of all of them, but there was not a bad thing that was picked. The pizza, surprisingly to me, the snob of pizza was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, my, I would... my, my wife lived in Japan for a few years and she's always like the pizza is not that great in Japan. Like they just like, I'm not, not saying, don't get me wrong. It's that's known. It's, it's different. Known it's different. Pizza, yeah, sure. Yeah. But I'd say it's better than most of the pizza I had in L.A. At the very least, that's very easy to do. I think, and also somebody pointed out that all of those like darkened doughs are probably squid ink because they use it in a lot mm. of like doughs and pastas mm. and stuff mm. like that. So um, the squid ink dying on the dough and the, the cheese, it was just, it was good. I wouldn't, if you put that against a New York style pizza or anything oh, like yeah. that, no, yeah. chance no. but I would not call it bad. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's the key point. I think my favorite thing I don't remember exactly what it was. If I if I found the menu online, I could find it. It was like a beef stew with rice, and it had a giant angry Rao Bon face from like two point five. Literally, oh, like that oh. like, face that he makes. That on top of it, that was probably my favorite thing. That was that rice over beef. They stew. just set it down. And you see a Rao Bon eat me like. That's, yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> it's made of a rice cracker. They like just put his face. Uh, in the rice they should they should have had like Rao Bon's arm. Like in the right, oh, yeah. oh, no, but this happens before it gets cut off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is like minutes before. <laughs> it's a follow up. It's a. It's just like a single rice cracker. They just bring you after you. Yeah, yeah. Palate cleanser. So, yeah, yeah. palate cleansing. Robin's arm rice cracker. There we go. <laughs> but if you really want to farm coasters, you got to farm drinks. If you want to grind yeah. coasters, you got to order. A I'm waiting for that drinks. coaster grinding uh, guide. Actually, you yeah. kind of you actually do need to think very carefully about which drinks you get because some of them are really alcoholic. Yeah. Some of them aren't that alcoholic. Some of them aren't alcoholic at all, but have a ton of sugar. Some of them have milk, so you don't want to order a ton of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you actually do if you want to get through. You actually kind of need to consider which drinks you're ordering. Sounds accepted. I will drink all of them. <laughs> a lot of the drinks also come with. Uh, little props that you can also take out. I, the only one I remembered to take was the samurai sword. And uh, as Fusion pointed out, it has no rage utility because it's not a straw. It was just in the drink, no straw, no utility. Uh, mm. <laughs> and I just, I'd like to point out almost every other drink came with two straws except the samurai. That's funny. Mm. Yeah, I, I gosh, I remember that because I, I woke up in like the middle of the night. I just, for whatever reason, like, you know, like I think he's at the cafe today. Like, let's see if he's tweeting or anything. And you just, you tweet out this thing. About the, like, I thought the samurai sword is a straw, and so I just replied with, it has no utility. And I'm, I'm glad you've gotten so much mileage out of that. It was, it was, it was very, very, very good. <laughs> Both the drink and the joke. There you go. Like a ginger just... mixed with, like, a lemon soda or something like that. Mm. Okay. Pretty. That was actually one of my favorite drinks. Um, I'd say the Ravana was the best one. Mm. Um, it has, like, little, like, like boba in it. Ah. Oh, but yeah. like it's not like tapioca bowl. I don't know what it was. It was like it was like a bead of some kind. Huh. Um, and then it was an alcoholic beverage. 
beverage that was quite delicious like blueberry liqueur and something else in there it was good. pretty good they're all very sugary though so if you have a low sugar tolerance be very mm. careful yeah <laughs> just get just get just get hosh fonts tea there we go just get like 10 or harsh fonts tea yeah it's yeah, got, it like, it's got a mug like the silver mug from the game um, and then it's, it's got a honey tea in there but it's mm. not cocoa yeah you know like they miss well, that it should be i thought it was going to be coffee but i couldn't obviously i couldn't read the yeah. menu, so i just <laughs> I was like this is tea you hmm. just like you're like that looks good order if they bring it out is this what well, so i got a coaster it doesn't matter all <laughs> i know yeah. You get hot cocoa with one marshmallow that has printed the shield, you know, like, or, or, you know, the, the logo, like you put it right on top. Is the, mar does the marshmallow have a hole through the middle? You could add it. Maybe they wouldn't, but you could. <laughs> Can you just like imagine oh, being no. back in the, in the kitchen for that? They just have like a drawer that's like full of like, okay, these are the Bahamut rice crackers. These are the Titan yeah. seaweeds. Here's the little metal thing to stamp the hole in Harshafon's marshmallow I'm shield. About this now. No, they, they'd have to have like a, a, a mixer, a stirrer. It's mm. like a, a lightning bolt or something. So oh, no. stamp it through the marshmallow shield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> marshmallow. I like, I like where this is going. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um so you got uh, you know in, in the video that you had you showed all the the coasters off that you got what was your favorite coaster i'm curious the omega coaster omega. i wanted that omega coaster oh sure yeah. i was really happy to take i they let me pick the the job coasters blue mage was on that list i, I was pretty glad to get the blue mage coaster because mm -hmm. that's not that hasn't been there that long right exactly. now i'm curious is 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 the blue mage coaster limited in any way can you still set drinks on it like it was actually coaster? the biggest coaster on the list of coasters. <laughs> <laughs> probably because it was the newest one so it was the least limited coaster. Or they're like, they're like, they're like, Blue Mage, please take these. We have several million. <laughs> we need to get now. I gotta go back to Dancer and Gunbreaker. Oh yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. for sure, for sure. Awesome. <laughs> um, all right. I think I think that. Gosh, we probably covered just about everything. Is there anything else that you wanted to to talk about or mention about your your trip out there? There is, but it's something I did while I was out there, and I don't think. It's been posted yet. Mm. Oh. Because um, I'm not the one who's going to be posting the thing that I did while I was out there. It's for, mm. some, it's for somebody else. Gotcha. And it's something that was awesome to do, but I don't want to reveal it. So just know there's something I did while I was out there mm. that within the next week or so, you guys will probably see. And as long as it doesn't Almost cause the third here. apocalypse, then everything will be fine. They, and yeah. that will that will be fine. Don't worry. It will, it will not cause that. I, no, no, I, I know forest. exactly what's being referenced. Don't worry. <laughs> that didn't happen. Are you sure? I am 100 sure. <laughs> Next week, we all wake up, and it's just like this new crazy Japanese commercial with, with Mr. Happy. <laughs> I would love to do that. I would love to be in a Japanese commercial. I love like Japanese. A, a double dare style course first. Mm, I'm down. So Japan to go. me. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. So if someone contacts me tomorrow and says, "Hey, you want to do?" I'll be like, "I'm down." Go to ART Cafe. There you go. There you go. Should really go to a different. They have the Square Enix Cafe in like right next to Ak Akihabara Station too, right next yeah. to the Gundam there's, there's, one. Because they've got they've oh, got so the awesome. they have uh, Akihabara. They have Osaka. Um, mm -hmm. I can't remember. I think Osaka is Maelstrom themed. No, it's Ulda. Ulda. They they had mm -hmm. all three at one point, and I can't remember where, where they all were. But Which they did ha at at one point have all three. Uh, there's mm -hmm. Artnia. Um, 
there's there there was at some point a Dragon Quest cafe. I don't know if that's still up and running wherever that was. I don't know. I know the Square Enix cafe right now is Kingdom Hearts themed. If you were yeah. to go, yeah, yeah, that one they rotate with whatever yeah. the new uh, the newest game is. So one of these days, I can't. I, can't, I really want to get out there and, and check out all that stuff. I want to go back already. Well, let's go <laughs> as a whole team. Yeah. <laughs> there we okay. go. Live live from Tokyo. A three radio. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's a bucket speaking list of which my first hotel which was super small had good internet my second one which is a great room had terrible internet that sounds about right yeah Just so be careful if that's the plan because <laughs> you're gonna either either be prepared to spend a lot on a wi-fi spot or uh look at your hotels in advance to see what their internet's like <laughs> it took me two hours to upload my live letter overview in the second hotel. Oh, wow. wow. That's rough. It's rough. I'm not going to be picky, though, because they had friggin' Cube Sushi room service. So, <laughs> like, nice. I, oh, gosh. It's like, seriously, all the food pictures that you were posted, man. It's like, <laughs> oh. That's, I didn't even think I posted them all. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I would just, like, wake up and be like, all right, let's see. All those eggs look so good. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, and again, too, uh, Hap's posted videos of all this stuff, too, on over on his YouTube channel. So uh, if you haven't seen them yet, go check them out. They're really oh. interesting. Um, mm-hmm. And again, make sure you, you have some food ready to eat during or right after that, that cafe video because... Yeah. It, oh man, there's so many good shots. It's so there. sad. <laughs> it looks so good. I just, I just wanted to like oh, reach man. out and just <laughs> grab some. Not outside. quite that future yet. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll go back to Tokyo Game Show. Tokyo Game Show and Tokyo Fan Fest are actually in the exact same location. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I, so. remember, you know, when I when I heard that too, I was like, oh my god, how big is this? And it's like fifteen thousand people. I'm just like, holy yeah. crap. That mm-hmm. was only three of the eight halls too. Yeah. yeah. Eight halls in there. That's what they use for Tokyo. Yeah, every, for and, it, and, it, and that's that's gotta be 50, rough, like from the NA right. side of things, right? Because I mean, we we all remember the the issue about tickets and not enough, mm-hmm. you know, room for people and stuff. Yeah. And then they're like, "All right, Tokyo Fan Fest, literally like double the size of like NA and EU combined." Like, yeah, it was only forty five hundred, I think. Do you yeah. think that's just either a logistics thing or just uh, underestimating the the demand? I mean, because fourteen is pretty big, I'm big, and then it's NA. Pro- it's probably both. It's a matter of where 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 they want to do. It. Well, for for NA especially, right? It's, okay, it's logistics regardless. Have? Like, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they got to find out. Okay, how many people do we want, and then what venues are able to hold that capacity? Hold us for the, that for that the, time period at which the days they were that we want, right? So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, man, it's, it's rough. Cause I would, you know, and, and like Hap said in his video, I would love to see NA be a bigger event with like an Eorzea cafe in it. Like that would be, <laughs> that would be so cool. Like Dude, I got two coasters cause somebody just left them somewhere. I saw somewhere. that. <laughs> like, the fool. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I, I guess it's just cost or, or they underestimate the demand because the Las Vegas convention center is right there. It's not the best convention center in the world, but it's right there. So that weekend there was a marijuana convention. Table. Right. Uh-huh. There. So yeah. maybe we can best maybe we complete can. with that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah just yeah. combine them. It'll be fine. Exactly. <laughs> just, just, so it'll be interesting to see what it'll be seen. Yo, you guys believe this. Oh my yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and I'm something called Blue Mage. <laughs> this is not the job. This is the role. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. It'll I mean, be interesting to see what happens with like uh, with Vegas next time mm-hmm. around because we yeah. we've gone from like uh, <laughs> one place to Paris to back, and I can't even remember the name of the hotel. Oh, but yeah. uh, but it's like it, you know, like okay, it's like. It, I, I like it. I, I think I, I'm really hopeful. And well, hopeful. it won't be at the Rio again because the Rio is yeah. getting torn down. Right. Yep. That's not, that won't even be there anymore. Ah, so. Good. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, it's gonna be so. It's gonna be so interesting to see. Like, I, I'm. I'm really excited about Shadowbringers, but also just to think, 2020 next. You know, next fan mm-hmm. fest. Like, how epic that milestone will be. Over 10 years since the original. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, before we close out the show, uh, we did have some emails and tweets, uh, sent over our way this past week. So we want to go and, uh, and read some of those. Uh, so first off, we have an email, uh, right here from Jonathan Denton from Cactar. He says, let me start off by saying I'm a big fan of the show. Uh, I listen to the audio version and I don't typically have a means of checking out most people's switch streams. So I'm not really a part of the communities and such. Uh, I'm on PS4 adding insult to injury. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That being said, I started playing 14 on a whim somewhere between patch 3.4 and 3.5. I started playing and burnout before ARR, and I've kind of done that once or once a year since. Um, I've never been playing what's relevant in the game until now. I finally beat Stormblood a few weeks ago, and I've been obsessed ever since. Um, I was actually listening to the show in State of the Realm and listening to you guys talk about relevant content. Uh, and I mean, I've put 31 days worth of playtime into 14 without ever really being caught up on story patches, and I only have two jobs up to 70 as well. Um, so I wanted to know uh, if you guys still had any old game features that really captivated you, or if you feel like um, you guys feel that way about something looking back. I've basically just been addicted to old 24-man raids and irrelevant mount farming for most of the time that I put in. Um, I'm just now starting to waste my life in Eureka. I enjoy it and I enjoy what I've been doing, um, but I've never really uh, fully leveled a crafter or gatherer or branched out from the standard dungeons, raids, and trials. So I'm just kind of curious what legacy players might still be into or were into. Anytime I get a dungeon that I haven't seen in a year, it is the most thrilling experience. <laughs> it's like, because oh, hey, this was a thing. I remember that. I re- yeah. Well, it, you then appreciate it. Like, like, I haven't seen this over and over again. <laughs> to, to, it's a, it's to a con- tough question. Go ahead, Matt. To continue that point, um, it's why I kind of, as much as I'm okay with the relic being tied to Eureka, I do mm-hmm. miss the old way, specifically right. because yeah. I like just you- seeing which dungeon I got in every roulette every day and then yeah. go off and farm something else. You asked him about that, and he talked about how, like, the, some of the devs were tired of kind of the old way, and it's like, I always just kind of wish they would let you kind of choose and make the like old way like less efficient eureka it's this highlight content it's the most efficient way mm-hmm. and fast way the fastest way to do it but you get 25 percent xp or light or whatever if you do your roulette or you do these mm-hmm. like you know just some so it's that it's not completely cut out because like one of right. the things we we're talking with larry's are about was like he's like yeah like we've all kind of shifted here but back when the relic used to be out like you would see more activity yeah. Yeah. going around the world and it kind of felt like a little bit barren uh this expansion and you right. know that you asked him about it and i was like i hope he just connect the dots like and do like a like a, a function like slash 50 percent go right yeah. <laughs> yeah to to me i i agree with that because like I've, I've been really busy outside of the game and like eureka there's just no time to even start that but roulettes yeah, whatever i could do a couple of roulettes that's fine eureka mm-hmm. i'm like i gotta get in i gotta figure out what i'm gonna do especially because i'm behind i gotta you know the grinding is the same it's just trying to get the logistics of it so I, I hate it eureka if you haven't done it it's very intimidating because yeah, yeah. all you ever hear is like yeah and Nemos was fun pagos is terrible pagos is the <laughs> right. worst thing in the you entire world 
yeah. like and you're like oh so maybe i don't want to do this content. yeah exactly. it's like, thank it you. wasn't that bad I mean, well, it was it's not that bad anymore yeah, I, I, I ran into the problem. We, I mean, we've beaten the horse to death, but it's that I got in, all my friends were either in Pagos or, mm-hmm. you know, Pyros and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go yeah, check it out. And they're like, well, we can't technically help you. Uh, we could mm-hmm. kind of follow you around. And it's like, or, or we could go do this trial or do this, this raid where we can all kind of, you know, get something out of it, you know, and that's what we defaulted to. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I'm hopeful for the future because the OCP already addressed the technical issues as to why, some of the things are the way they are and the how they're hoping to correct it in, in, the, in the future. And mm-hmm. the way I kind of fall down to it, kind of in light of this question, what am I as a legacy player doing? I'm not investing in Eureka because I mean, maybe happy knows more and if I, because maybe I missed something, but unless E-level and all that stuff carries into the next expansion, which I'm assuming it won't. Good luck. Yeah. Right, yeah exactly. Because it doesn't, I, I'm not like, I'm either investing in a piece of glamor or I can invest in a crafter and a gatherer, which actually has, I think, a better impact on right. just my well, day. And, and you know, the, the biggest issue too with Eureka is it really didn't invest in itself until you're farming uh, stuff for logograms. elemental bonus gear yeah. in not even logograms, but like the actual gear payoff. You didn't even get that until like the end when it doesn't matter mm-hmm. anymore. <laughs> it's like it's like they forgot. Oh, hey, maybe we should add some kind of gear incentive to the series. Like you know, we said we would. Mm-hmm. So the um, but yeah, like I, I, I like the old content. I've always wished that there was a way we could play it at mm-hmm. our current level. Mm-hmm. And I get there's a lot of there's a lot in that question to unpack. Um, yeah. But like I, I like honestly like anytime I get to go back and the Wonders Tales, I thought was really refreshing. I'm really interested to see what Blue Mage does because it does limit you to the 50 stuff, which is fine. But like yeah, like it'd be kind of neat to be able to kind of experience these other things in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, crafting I for, a gathering. That's what I. That's what I'm focused on. Just for you know. I, I just I want Hamlet. I miss Hamlet. Oh yeah, Hamlet. But let's end the show on that because I don't <laughs> talk about Hamlet. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Shut down. I worked. Wow. I worked hard to get my my minor AF helm. That was all that existed. <laughs> there wasn't any other AF body pieces. Hand, no, just, just the helmet. That was it. The little light. That's that's great. Um, what's not? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I am technically a legacy player and also not because I played it and I was like, yeah, no, nah, I don't want to play this anymore after the first month. And I just literally funny. gave my account to my girlfriend and she played it the rest of the time. Um, and uh, the terms of service. That's fine. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. She took it over. It's all right. We changed all the everything. But it's like I don't have anything from 1.0 that I remember or care about. Really, I know that's fine. But things like Besiege, Hamlet, uh, maybe not that much, but what, what was that? Salvage? You know, like these ideas that we've had, mm. I just like them. I want more of that sort of content. Yeah. That's really it. I just uh, remember it's not working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's all I remember. 750 people, nothing works. <laughs> that's true. Uh, sort of an offshoot from that um i miss leveling in dungeons like most people just head straight to deep dungeon or heaven on high oh sure um and yeah that's a a very quick efficient way to level but uh you could argue people don't learn their jobs that way no it's actually faster than those but a few times it's a lot times 
It's all about those queue times. Yeah. Dungeons are faster. I mean, that's I include that in in the efficiency. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. why I, I, I prefer dungeons one to fifty or twenty to fifty five for jobs now because squadrons mm. are faster if you have especially with the etherite earrings. It kills yeah. my brain, man. It just it puts me to sleep. I'm, yeah. I'm in the taxi in Japan, falling asleep. <laughs> um, yeah, my squadron's so dumb, I can't fall asleep or they're dead. <laughs> there you go. Fair. There is that. Good luck I, I really like uh, leveling in dungeons because I like seeing the dungeons. I like doing all the little mechanics, keeps my brain awake, and uh, you also get the gear from it. If you just jump directly and have it on high, you don't you don't get it. I've been, you know, I've been I've been leveling my red range up a little bit, um, and I'm like 66, I think now. And I've been mm -hmm. doing, I'll do, um, I'll do dungeons, but then I'll also, while I'm waiting for those, I'll do the daily hunt stuff. Cause those actually give you a lot of XP. Yeah. yeah daily, hunt, daily hunt will feed you really well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And give so, you free teleports. Yeah. And I mean, do that while you're in queue <laughs> and you're, you're like, you're good. Like you don't have to worry about any kind of downtime or, or anything like that. Like. Beastman quests as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right at an expansion launch though, a lot, the hunts are there, but like beast tribe quests, some of the options aren't. Right. Yeah. Prevalent or available. Right that, that would be my biggest recommendation right now for, for people that are kind of like, they're kind of done or they're maybe like, all right, now, like before 5.0, I'm going to level my, my crafters, level my gatherers, whatever. Do your mm -hmm. Namazu dailies. Like those, those add up quick. Yeah. Like, you know, do your, do your date, uh, your uh, special delivery quest each week. Like if you just like stay on those until the expansion, like you'll get all your stuff leveled up. Mm -hmm. No problem. My problem with those is I also tend to have all of my crafters up to 70 before they come out. Mm -hmm. So it makes yeah. them really easy to get through. But yeah. it's like, oh, oh, well, this would have been useful. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, our next tweet here uh, comes from uh, Chris Warbach says, I couldn't disagree more about gender locked races. What's the big deal when you really think about it? Uh, I like how they're all female and male races. It's unique and gives variety. The lore backs it too for the most part. So what's the problem? I love the show, but I disagree 100% that the gender lock races are a step backwards. If anything, it's a step forward. Not everything needs to be co-ed, for the lack of better words. Why must everything in life nowadays be equal? Why can't things be different to fit the lore? Um, and we talked about this last week. Um, they don't need to necessarily fit the lore. The lore should fit what the game needs. Square makes the lore. If they wanted yeah. the lore to, you know, if they wanted male Vera, they could adjust the lore to do that. It's not the lore dictating it. It's them dictating the lore dictating that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I get where they're coming from because yeah, you know, it's kind of interesting to have that that kind of oh, this is different sure. than the everything else. You know, that's cool. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't really think that's why they did it. <laughs> but that had no bearing on it in any way, shape, or form. I don't think. Uh, time, time, money, resource, project management—that's yeah, one that is like really where this comes from. That's all. Because, and the <laughs> math that that we can't equate because if anybody hasn't ever like done what they're doing, mm -hmm. hey, how much? How many pieces of gear do we have? How many, you know, of this do we have? Like, how do the animations look? How does all the yeah. like, like, and and then we have a a team of certain people that have to go through that. And so you look at like what's you know the project cost. Like it's okay, it's going to take this many, this much work, this many human hours. God forbid something come up. That, you know, and if anybody here, like, like I've never worked in a perfect project situation where like nothing changes in the middle of it, where it's like, hey guys, I know you're working on this, go attack this for a little bit because <laughs> there's a bug and we have to find it, you know? And so it's like, they, they, all of it makes sense. And what I like about this is that the, the approach was from a lore perspective is that in 12, the VR have a female only, like how do we respect that concept? And then just like you guys said, yeah, they, they dictate the lore. Like, that's where I think, and I hope that if they ever do change this, mm -hmm. that it's some action that we, the players, have had in the game. Sure. 
And like to reference like another game, like like an Anthem, they release a, like an update where it says, "Hey, everybody has twenty percent more boosters," and that's frustrating because why didn't you give me a reason to do that? Why didn't my actions then dictate what you wanted to change? And also, why didn't that work? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's that. But like when you give me like, don't give me something. Let me earn that thing. Hmm. And in this case, like if they're going to do it at some point based off of feedback, let our story as we work through Shadowbringers, and let's say it was 6.0 or 7.0, let us have some kind of make, like make a quest around it. Make make it to where we feel like we've had part in ownership. And they've done that before. And we've seen that as yeah. we as the game has progressed. Like it feels like because we did this, hey, this unlocks. And we're gonna we see we're seeing it again already in Shadowbringers by the crafting and gathering to unlock the housing of Ishgard. Yeah. You know? So it's like that's what I think adds that that like yeah, it's when you, you know, there's the illusion of it, right? But it's still that, you know, you can kind of buy in that like my character helped contribute to this and thus we, this happened and everybody gets to take part in it. Yeah, sure. And I mean, and we'll, we'll have a little bit. I mean, there, there's going to be more things too with Shadowbringers as well. Um, that's discussed in one of those uh, Tokyo FanFest Q&As. And we'll, we'll talk about that yeah. next week because uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff in there that I think we can, we can spend a lot of time on. Um, mm mm-hmm. We have another tweet, um, and as well, you know, I saw somebody in the chat. If you guys in the chat have questions, um, throw them up right now, and uh, we'll pick a few um, if you guys have them, and we'll we'll go over them uh, right after this one here. Um, this one comes from uh, AJR30. Says I wanted to comment about the gender lock lore topic. It's a no. hot topic. Uh, you said the dev team <laughs> makes the lore and that they could make it male VR friendly, which is true. But then why are you so worried about them writing lore to make near fit? Uh, personally, I'm excited for Nier, Vera, and Rothgar, even if there are some aspects that aren't ideal. Uh, ideally, I wish we get both races and both genders, but maybe that'll come later. Um, These questions are making me wonder if you're listening to everybody on the podcast. Correct, or just... correct. So we did talk about this last week, and 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 what I said is uh, so much of, of Return to Evil East was already ingrained, already into the lore of 14. We already had things like, uh, you know, mentions of the Zodiac Braves. Um, we had... Um, you know, we knew like Robin Oster and Dalmasco like already existed in the world. And so to build on that is easy. Um, but to like be like, okay, what's a Yorha? We have no idea what a Yorha is. We don't have lifelike androids in Eorzea. Bull uh, crap. We have clones. Anyway. We have clones. <laughs> but we, we don't have, have also a freaking Mega. Right. And it's like, and he came from another planet. Well, yeah. And we're going to dimension hopping. <laughs> right, right. And I mean, for, for, all, for all we know, Yorha takes place on the first. We don't know. We have no idea. <laughs> But but yeah. it has significantly less of a foundation, sure. right, for that source material in fourteen than things like Return to Evil East did. That's what right. I'm saying. I'm not saying they won't make it work. Obviously, they have to make it work. Yeah, but it's gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so uh, the secret twenty seventh ending of Near. Oh, geez. that's what New Game Plus. Is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, boy. <laughs> Um, all right, one question here. We'll take this from the chat uh, from Midwest Giant. Uh, how much of a mistake that I missed by skipping the story and not paying attention? I'm having trouble finding a character and job that I'm falling in love with. Should I start a new character uh, and slowly play through the story? Um, new Game Plus is on its way. Like, I would yeah, wait. Yeah. yeah, just wait. Or just watch the book. In yeah. Your- yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. the story offers a lot of stuff. Um, if, if you're trying to find enjoyment of a job, from story um there are the story quests like once you you know when mm-hmm. you're doing those um don't skip those maybe that's a, a quicker way to that or go back um you can always go back and rewatch most of the cutscenes. 
Um, obviously, there's going to be stuff in there like um, just little text dialogue or um, battles like within quests or whatever that you won't be able to repeat right now. Um, but with uh, with 5.0, they're going to add a new game plus, so you can go back and redo everything. So, Don't start again. Holy God. Yeah. Do not make another <laughs> That's a lot to I mean, That's do it, do it, want to, to, but it's like I would if if you're sitting here like I mean, wait a couple of weeks in 13 weeks ish. That's when the expansion drops. If you're looking for something to do, by all means, do whatever. But in 13 weeks, new game. We, we don't know how new game plus is going to work. I mean, we've been told, and you know, so yeah. it's kind of it could be something that allows you to do that on your character and maybe kind of fall in love with it while at the same time experiencing the game in a different way. So right. I'm sure. curious what jobs you have played. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. Like, yeah, what if, kind of? If you're still there, like, what, what, um, what kind of jobs are you looking at? What are you, you know, are you looking at tank, healer, DPS? Is there um, a mm. weapon you're drawn to? Like, I've always liked pull arms. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, like what kind of, of things are are you more like drawn to? I guess. Yeah, it's it's uh it's one of those things too because a lot of the jobs lore and uh, quests are kind of throwaway. I mean, at the very beginning, at the very least. Like, at the beginning, it's like, I don't care. Yeah, I, I, there's a guy with a pole arm that taught me how to do this, cool, whatever. They kind of really open up past, like, past you past you getting the job, theoretically, so. Right. Uh, USMC Gamer says Dragoon is best job in story. I mean, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to encourage the Edge Lords, but the right. story for Dark Knight is actually excellent. Dark, Dark Knight is also really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. So they say uh, they've played Astrologian, White Mage, and now Warrior. Uh, I'm looking for something that's easy to learn, fun to play, and keep playing, and can and and can yeah. out DPS my friends easily. Okay. Um, if your friends are if your friends aren't good, then any of the ones you just named. Yes. Will exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think part of that too is it really. Because there's there's a lot of different roles and the jobs play differently, but the roles more or less are the <laughs> same kind of like play style, right? So yeah, if if you're looking at healer, start with white mage, you know, work your way up with white mage, see how you're liking that, and then go into these other jobs. Or if you're wanting mm-hmm. to do uh, like a tank, start with something like paladin the, to kind of ease you into the the idea of the role. Um, for for DPS. I would say warrior. Warrior's fun. Warrior, I, I would I'd vote summoner scholar because you get a healer and a DPS and you can kind I mean, of play around with it. Especially well, if you've that, got astrologian an white mage. Too. Yeah, if if you're if you're not sure um, about stuff, um, you kind of get a two for this, one if you do. It's the cheapest summoner. jump potion to buy too. If you ended up deciding to go that way, and and, <laughs> and you know you mentioned that um, those are on sale right now as well. Um, yeah, 30 off something like that on jump potions oh, exactly. uh, up until the expansion mm-hmm. launches. So. Um, and, and that's that's job and story. So, mm-hmm. um, if if you want to have that shortcut, um, you know, you can do that. I mean, obviously, um, you know, one one concern I've brought up about the new jobs is starting at sixty. Um, and I and I say this as a person that has dabbled briefly in tanking, and the last time I duty popped like a tank thing, like people left like after the first poll because apparently I was that bad. So like, <laughs> like it's that it's that idea of you know being able to learn a role, and I don't think necessarily maybe having people jump in at sixty is a good idea for that. But I thought I mean, fifty are, felt right. Like when I mean, thirty are, wasn't great even going no, on. No, no, uh, and, and, and there are the ways. Nights. There are ways yeah. to do that. Like when I, when I, you know, after Paris, I'm like, okay, I want to at least try Gunbreaker. So what do, what do I do? I already have my Paladin at 50, but I, I make sure my Paladin's geared up. 
I do squadron missions. I go into dungeons with just NPCs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I you yeah. know control that, see how I can do polls and, and manage that. I mean, there's there's ways to kind of learn, you know, lean into yeah. the role and, and kind of figure things out and, and what you like. So, um, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff out there. So I mean, that being courteous to the community. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you unlock all of them, you know, just just go through it, unlock as many as you can at the level that you're at. You know, there's there's Palace of the Dead eventually where you can kind of see how they track, but not really. You're not really doing rotations and things like that. But, you know, it's something that can help, too. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, we'll do this as our uh, last question here um, from uh, Zoella. Um, on the most recent story duty, a lot of healers had to switch to DP. Mike is is going to love this one. I know he's, he's had. Oh, I already read it. I knew you were going to pick it. So. Yeah. <laughs> on, the most, on the most recent story duty, a lot of healers had to switch to DPS because the DPS check was tight for healers. So how do we feel about healers needing to switch to DPS to pass the story duty? Even healers that did pass it were saying it was really close. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna proceed what I'm going to say with a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If your item level is very low, uh-huh. I kind of get it. But you just don't add a DPS. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm just, really I'm nice. just, just going to say it. Then any, anyone who's not passing, they better be like insanely low item level. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise you have, there's, it's, you have no excuse. <laughs> it has nothing to do with why. I've seen people say, like, I'm an item level 387 bard and I couldn't beat the DPS. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. How? Yeah. I mean, yeah. How? Yeah. I, uh, I beat it on my first try as a bard. Uh, I don't remember what item level I am, but mm-hmm. I'm in the current rate tier, so it's close to the top. Um, sure. I accidentally used second wind at the very start of the fight. So I was down a second wind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got you know this close to death at one point, but did not die Yeah. without a, a complete cooldown of healing. Mm-hmm. Uh... Yeah. yeah. Like I get why healers, healers next, oh, we do less DPS than the DPS. No, no, listen, no. <laughs> if you're not beating the DPS check on, on Xenos, on the swords, you are, playing poorly <laughs> or your item level is crazy low. yes i, I will that. respect yeah. that some yeah. people may be going in with way below an item level that somebody else is going in with right yeah there's, a, there's, a, there's a thing to note about also kind of having seen the fight because if you uh, especially have a lot of like burst that's on a kind of a bigger cooldown yeah uh and you burst and then you're like oh i didn't know this the sword phase existed yeah. and then you're like well i can't uh, I'm struggling. If, if, to if that's really an issue, up. like after after a few times doing the fight, um, ho- hopefully, right, you have the ability to say, okay, these are the kind of phases of the fight. This is when I need to yeah. save this ability, yeah. or this is this is how I need to move to not get hit, so I don't need healing. Right. Like, there's, you know, it shouldn't be too hard. And and in that respect too, you know, we we talked about item level. Um, you can get twice as many Alec and Tomestones of Genesis now. Yeah. Um, you know, just. Gotcha. Jump into to content, get tomes, gear up, run, yeah. make sure you run an or bone for, for your gear. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it shouldn't be too hard to, to gear up. And if, if one, that's where the biggest issue is for you. for that Yeah, content. one of the biggest, I don't know, I, pro tip, I, I don't know what to call it, about DPS in general is to map out the fight. Know what's coming up. Like, if you know what's coming up and you know, I mean, we're talking about healer, but if you know your rotation, you can kind of map them up make this in your head and nothing is difficult once you once you can do that 
once you get the map and you know this is going to happen, I'll do this. When that yeah. happens, I'll do what, this. When you get into that, knowledge that, is power. Just whoosh. yeah. Once you kind of get in, I mean, and, and, and again, like we are talking about just like a little phase duty fight. Like it's not yes, like a huge fight not. or anything. Yeah. But like I can I can remember doing, um, you know, and and I never I never really do a lot of like extreme farms, but I can remember doing a lot of Shiva extreme farms when that came out, mm-hmm. and I had my rotation down so like like on lock that like you know once the aoe circles would stop you know they'd go around like i would be able to go in dodge that and then like elusive jump back like the timings yeah. were all perfect and it was like the greatest feeling in the world when i had yeah. them down like that um when you but, become the machine right, right? exactly but for it's something one of those for something like this um you know if, if you end up wiping a couple times by then hopefully you have kind of a better idea of how the how the, the fight works and actually just realized the uh the tiny hp was when i was tian not myself uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because my wife. If you're failing that part, hit that second win no, when she started yeah. that. That's funny. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, and, we'll, and we'll we'll talk a little bit about that next week as well. Our our hands-on sure. impressions. Yeah. There's not really mm. we can't really do a spoiler cast as there's not really a lot to talk Much. about. But yeah, um, we'll we'll talk what about that next like week. Half a quest, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> some kind of cutscene. Some kind of like you're just like mashing wow. two or three for like ten minutes, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, one and two, but yeah. <laughs> I, could, I, I was like trying to think of like where were they mapped at it was uh, anyway uh next week we'll talk about that next week um and we'll talk about um the big q a uh, that we have up on the website right now uh talking about some of the questions from the tokyo fan fest lots of really interesting stuff in there there's some lore bits in there uh for people that are interested in that so check that out uh and we'll be back here next saturday uh at noon pacific um i want to give a big thank you to mr happy for joining us um Glad you enjoyed yourself out at FanFest uh, and, and the cafe and all that stuff. Your interview was great. Um, it really, really, it was it was awesome. Thanks, man. <laughs> Glad, you know, if, if anything, you got a little samurai sword to play around with now. Yes. Yeah, I can play us here. Yeah. <laughs> looks a little more like I'm trying to expel the armor or something you know at, at least that, that that alone just looks more exciting than the fight at least so all right uh we'll do our outro here and then uh we'll, we'll let happy we'll let you uh let people know where they can find you uh, if you guys want to email us aetherite radio at gamerscape.com you can tweet at us at aetherite radio you can also find us as gamerscape on twitter and facebook and discord discord.gg slash gamerscape we now have an aetherite radio channel so if you guys want to talk uh to us about the show directly you can use that as well uh mr happy where can everybody find you you can find me mr happy 127 on twitter twitch facebook youtube and instagram sometimes <laughs> and uh I don't know. I don't really have much else to add to that, I guess. <laughs> Other than I hope you enjoyed the content. Yes, go go check it out. It, it really is a really cool uh, look at you know stuff over there from from, <laughs> from the point of somebody that hasn't been over there before and is you know a huge fan of the you know 14 and stuff. It's it's I, I found it awesome. I, so make sure to check it out. Yeah, um, we will have links uh, up on the website too. And that is going to do it for this episode of Ace Right Radio. Thanks for everybody for tuning in and chat. Again, thanks for the for being here. We will see you guys next week. Bye, Bye everybody. Hey. <laughs>